fear of getting started. Yeah, I have fogs. I have the fear of getting started. My name is Karen Ouha with the Momentum Artist, and I help creatives build business plans and identify best business practices that help their companies move forward. One of the biggest barriers I see in creatives business practices are self-imposed barriers. And I want to take the time to validate and to confirm that the fear of getting started is real. Fogs does exist. It happens to everyone. It happens to creatives who are starting a new business all the way to the seasoned professionals who are starting something new. Fear of getting started is a natural response to something new. Through my research and through my time talking to other artists, I see fogs presenting itself in 10 different ways. First way is perfectionism. So anytime you find yourself thinking that you're not finished enough or not good enough to take a a step forward, you're suffering from the fear of getting started. I'm not talking about really evaluating and making sure that your product is uh, moving forward and becoming a better product. I'm talking about the times that it stops you from taking action. A second way that it presents itself is what I call constant research. It's that comfortable blanket of research that leads to the endless computer, computer searches, which builds that lack of confidence and the inability to move forward. The third way is when I compare my beginning to someone else's middle or when I compare my beginning to someone else's end. When we evaluate our success based on someone else who's gone before us and then choose not to act, we have fogs. Um, There's self-doubt. Whenever you hear yourself saying, I'm not, you can insert any word there. I'm not experienced enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not, again, insert any word there. Focusing on what you don't have instead of identifying or acquiring what you need. Envy. Envy is the fifth way that fogs can present itself. Don't let that greed eye monster distract you from your own goals, your art journey is going to be different than others. Safety. That's another great way that fogs presents itself. We find comfort in the thought of how much nicer it would be to fail with inside a small arena rather than to take the chance and learn from our mistakes in a larger forum. There's a social component. Many artists' goals include networking opportunities, and many of us artists are introverts. So, Putting yourself into a social situation can be a reason or a fear of getting started. Help. If you're unwilling to ask for help or pay for information or or engage in learning, you have a fear of getting started. Another way that fogs will present itself is in a copycat belief. So when you believe that you can't do something, if you know that someone else has already done it because then you'll be considered a copycat, you have fogs. Now to be clear, I'm not talking about the concepts of copyright, trademark, or plagiarism. That's not what I'm talking about. It's an example when you say, well, I can't paint flowers because I know that Jack paints flowers. And the final way that I see it is um, through feedback. 
Well-meaning individuals can place their their anxieties upon you. Remember that even the best-intentioned person still has their own agendas. And if you're having a hard time getting started or moving forward because of the advice of others, you need to evaluate their feedback as a gift. And is that gift helpful or is it feeding into your fogs? So those are some of the ways that I've seen the fear of getting started present itself in artists and in my own personal experiences. If you'd like to learn more, I have a blog on my website at karenauha.com and you're more than welcome to read more about fogs. But what I'd also like to do today is I'm bringing in an expert on creativity and using creativity to overcome self-imposed barriers such as fogs. So I'm excited to be interviewing Shauna St. James with The Empowered Painter, and I'm going to go ahead and get started. So I'm here today with Shauna St. James, The Empowered Painter, and she's the author of Be a Creative Badass. Yes, indeed. Thank you for joining us today, Shauna. I'm excited to get started. Me too. Great. Looking forward to it. Just get started and really provide um, some solutions and some um, tools to overcome fear of getting started. So, yes. And maybe some perspective. Yes. Yes. You know, sometimes it feels like the biggest thing ever and it's really not. It may be simple to solve. Ooh, that sounds like so. one of, that sounds like maybe one of the tools. Yes. Um so we're going to be talking about creativity today and I think it's important to really kind of address what kind of like creativity we're talking about, right? I I consider myself a creative person because I'm a visual artist, but the reality creativity has a bigger application, doesn't like absolutely. And I'm glad you pointed that out because when we're talking about creativity, we're not just talking about, Oh, how do you go do a craft or go knit or Mm -hmm. go paint on your canvas to solve a problem. We're actually talking about problem solving as a thought process and a method of how you can get through things and how you can get yourself unstuck. Perfect. Perfect. Great. Yeah, that's really important to kind of define what creativity is because I'm, I'm going to, my first question for you, if you're ready to get started. Let's is, go. Cool. Um, so like, how can you use creativity um, to overcome fear of getting started? I would say, well, first of all, creativity, we can talk about the eight mindsets, which we'll get into in a little bit. But I think creativity overall is just a form of being self-aware. And when you have that self-awareness, you can start breaking down and diagnosing what exactly you're stuck on. So each person's going to be different, right? Everything's going to be different. So even if your two people have the same problem, so let's use the canvas. You know, one person's having a hard time starting a painting on a white canvas and the other person is too. Those people may actually have two completely different reasons for why they're stuck. So okay. that's why just one big solution, everyone's like, oh, just get to it. Sometimes you need to examine what is keeping you stuck. What's that and barrier? That requires yeah. the self-awareness. Perfect. Perfect. So, yeah. Cool. Cool. Okay. So you mentioned the eight mindsets. Can we go through them? I did. I would love to talk about the eight mindsets because this is honestly the foundation of what my platform is and what I teach people is creativity is more about your mindset than what your actual skills are. Okay. It's more the way you think and the way you problem solve. So awesome. Okay. We'll talk about the first one. Okay. The first one is just 
believing that you that you are creative, believing in your creative power. There are so many people, and it, it doesn't matter how much of a creative or a maker you are, you always run into those doubts. So you just have to come down to trusting yourself and going, yeah, no, I have the capability of doing this. I am creative. Okay. And believing in it. Believing in it. Yeah. A lot of people, I think we're talking to an audience here, y'all. You are, you are you artists. You know you're creative. You know creative. So this isn't always, right. I think our group exactly. doesn't struggle but with this as much. so many people that that is the first That's barrier. the first thing, right? right. They don't so, see what they're doing in their life and their hobbies are actually creativity, like exercises, and they're, they don't recognize it. They don't right? even acknowledge that they're creative because... They've never thought of it that They've way. They've never thought of it that way. But okay, so acknowledging and believing that you're that you are creative. Yes. Okay. Number one. Number two is basically practicing mindfulness and that's being present. So instead of getting caught up, I'll use the example maybe the fear of getting started where you're starting to go into the what ifs. Well, what if this happens? What if this happens? Mm-hmm. What just stay focused on the now, the present. What what can I do right now to take one step forward? And that's part of being mindful and present. And it can also be take a break, go outside, take in the sunshine, right. listen to the birds. That's another way to just shut your mind down, just shut down all the chatter. So that's another okay. tip. Okay. And then being aware and trusting yourself. And I use this in the terms of sometimes you just got to go with your gut feeling. Okay. And it's easy to talk yourself out of that after you maybe wake up with an epiphany, say, right? Because you get a second right. gut feeling, don't you? Right. Right. Like that the first, first one is like, like, we could do this. I, I could do this. This is a great idea. And then the next gut feeling is, what was I thinking? <laughs> right? You've got to stop talking yourself out of stuff. Trust your gut. Okay. So trust what, your gut. I like that. That's huge. Getting comfortable with being uncomfortable is number four, and that is a huge one. And that is basically, and everybody's experienced this, when you're learning something new or you're pushing yourself off the box, outside of the, it's super uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but usually that means you're in the gold mining territory, right? I would agree. I would there agree. is some really valuable There's stuff coming valuable up stuff there, if you're yeah. bumping up against some resistance, yes. right? Yes. So I like that one. You yeah. Know. So, and being curious and open. And I say that, you know, there's more than one way, one road to Rome, I think is the okay. saying. And that is everybody can get to the same point in a different way. So just be curious and open about maybe the way you assume something was going to happen is not the way it's going to happen. And that is okay. Be willing to go with the flow. Be willing to look at something and go, ooh, that didn't go the way I wanted it to. But, oh, this is another open door. And look forward to making those mistakes. Be yep. open because making mistakes is all of it's all part of it. It's all part of it. It's it all is. Part of it, it is. I agree, one hundred percent. So, and then this kind of goes with being self aware and trusting your gut is being authentic and true to yourself. And so that is, who cares what anybody else thinks? And that is really hard to get over. It's one of my <laughs> particular hangups, right? So you, yeah, maybe someone else is doing it better than you, or yeah, maybe you're. What you want to paint is completely freaky, weird, and out there. That is okay. It be true to yourself. And authentic, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Just step outside your little comfort zone and go for it, even if you think it may be a little farther out than you were ready to go. And then being patient. Being patient means when you're in the thick of things and you are comparing yourself to someone else and you're seeing they're so much farther ahead, 
it takes time to develop that. You have to be patient with yourself and give yourself grace. Give yourself grace to mess up. Give yourself mm-hmm. grace to not have all the answers right away, right? It's just give yourself time to figure out a solution for something. Perfect. And practicing gratitude, last. Last but not least, and gratitude. actually one of the biggest. <clears throat> that is, yeah. Is be able to sit back and basically recognize and acknowledge what you do have, what gifts you do have to offer, and work with what you've got, and expand what you've got, but be grateful for what you have. I like that one. There you go. I like that one. Yeah. yeah. And, and it does chemically change your brain. It, do- so. it does. And I w- was interviewing an artist, and she talked about taking the inventory of the positives versus the negatives. So Perfect. Um, especially yeah. when life hits you with something you never expected right and so it happens to everyone at some point mm-hmm. where where you have to stop and instead yeah. of going I can't I can't I can't mm-hmm. you're like I have I have I have and you make and figure out yeah. it's a new plan it's plan b and it may not be the original plan yeah. that you wanted yeah but that Which, doesn't mean it's not going to be better yeah so I really love that one unfortunately it probably isn't going to be able to apply a whole lot to the fear of getting started because it it, it I mean, it's probably not going to be one of the go-tos when you have the fear of getting started. Although gratitude always does help. But sometimes if you're so afraid of getting started, you have to sit back and go, okay, this is what I have. It's again taking the inventory. So it does apply. Yeah. This is what I have and this is what I can do with it. Yes, I can do this. Perfect. Perfect. You never know how, which one's going to apply to what. Well, that's where I was going to go next. Yeah. I was going to, you know, earlier um, I had talked about um, the way that I see fear of getting started, um, it, like how it presents itself in some of the artists that I'm working with. And so I thought we would just take a couple of those and then yeah, how you would recommend it. applying the eight mindsets of creativity. So let's try. You want to do that? Okay. Yeah. So um, let's go to, oh, let's do the first one, which is comparing my beginning to someone else's middle, Which right? Which is huge. So, or their end, Or right? their end, right? They have so someone's 400,000 followers. 400,000 followers. And it looks like they're making $20 million every and, month. And you go to their <laughs> website and they have eight online courses. And... <laughs> yeah. So how do you... So from, I see that as being a big um, barrier to starting. And it creates this fear of like even starting because you're kind of thinking, well, why, why should I even bother, right? And so yeah. what what... What like pillars oh, or what yeah, mindsets so would you many pieces that play yeah, into that yeah. right? So, I mean, you do have to really go down into dig down deep and go, okay, what is what button? What is triggering me to mm-hmm. go? I'm not good enough to do this, or thinking there's no reason to start because it's already been it's done. already been done right? right? So I think you have to always know that. Even though you may be doing something that everybody else has done, you have a unique perspective on it. And sometimes people, let's, I mean, let's talk about going to church. Like there are some preachers you like who listen to and some preachers don't. They could be saying the exact same thing, but you connect with different people and you may be the person to say what's been said a million times, but you're going to connect with a certain okay. following of people. So that's where you so, have to trust yourself that you trust have yourself. Mm-hmm. something to offer there. And you also have to give yourself grace and have patience for the fact that you, it takes time. It's not going to happen overnight as much as you want it to. <laughs> when you're looking at 4,000 followers on your favorite person's Instagram and you have 300, <laughs> trust me, there's a lot of patience there. involved. <laughs> There's a lot of patience involved. Do not give up. You just got to have that tenacity. 
I like that. So really, again, this comes down to, you know, comparing your beginning to someone else's end or someone else's middle, you need to have self-awareness for what's causing you to do that, that right? So one person might be, you just really need to work on trusting yourself and the next person might need to work on the patience issue. So that's really, I mean... Once again, there's always more than one way to solve something. <laughs> so All right. You're right. It's hard. It's really hard to just go in and analyze exactly what could be happening because everyone is different. Everyone has a different background and cultural experience. So Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So what about the social component? I talked a little bit about it. You know, hey, a lot of us artists are introverts and it's really difficult to um, go into a, a social environment. And, um, you know, I, I talked about encouraging you to really find a way to be a social introvert right but the the reality is the fear to getting started is still there because it's that social component what creative mindset would you apply to that i would say probably the most applicable one i'll just bring the is the get comfortable with being uncomfortable you have to know that you're going to have to do things that do not come naturally to Mm -hmm. you I can use my example like i terrible at selling things. It makes me so uncomfortable. You have to go through some mindsets and kind of reframe it as to how you're making an offer to someone. You're not pitching. There's so many ways you have to think about it, but I think that being aware that you're going to have to be uncomfortable, it's just part of it. You're not going to be able to escape it, so get comfortable with being yeah, uncomfortable. And put yourself out there. Put yourself out there. Yeah. yeah like, I, I don't know about you, Shauna, but I'm an introvert. A lot of people wouldn't know that about me. And yeah. because I've learned how to be social and to enjoy the social comp- component. But right. I recognize at the end of the day, I really don't have a whole lot of energy for anything else. Right? Right. My, en- my creative energy was all used up. So I can't go to the studio and create. energize some. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that's that. I like that. Just being, just knowing that you're going to be uncomfortable. And I'm a really process oriented person. So I really have a process right. of what I'm going to do a when method. I'm going to be social. Right. right. So, yeah. right. I have a process and I have, we talked a little bit in, in the past about affirmations and things like that. So what's really great about this conversation with you is the fact that I think we can take um, these points and these examples and we can create I can create a process for people to be like here's what you have to do like you need to create um, a three-point plan you need to like Mm -hmm. do self-affirmations you need to do this and Shauna you can sit down you can be like okay let's get self-aware and let's look at what's going on here and what which one of the mindsets we need to recognize is happening so yeah whatever wherever you're really stuck is where you're gonna have to work from and once you once you can figure out where you're stuck, what exactly you're stuck on, it's so much easier to come up with solutions and break it down. And like you're saying, if you're going on a Facebook Live and you're terrified of when it really Talking comes in down, public, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. or or like you're terrified of how you look. It's like, well, <laughs> let's let's go and get a blowout and go to the Clinique counter, right? Let's get oh, some makeup and hair done and go live. <laughs> or even like, you can solve you can it. solve this. And the big one I liked was I didn't even put my Facebook live. I my face wasn't on it. My artwork was right. right? Yeah, so like it's ways. stepping up, and if you Baby if steps. yeah, and so you know, now I do several. Facebook lives a week and and although I still have to create the process I'm going okay I can do this right Right. so it's so much easier and it becomes more comfortable right and or yeah so it just becomes more comfortable um there was also the point about um 
like safety, right? So I pointed out the fact that it's a lot of people feel more comfortable failing in a small environment Mm -hmm. rather than um, making mistakes in public in a larger environment, right? So in there implies a mindset change, but um, how, how would you use creativity to apply to that one for the safety issue? And it, and I mean, kind of what the one we just talked about the get comfortable with being uncomfortable is definitely one of them. But I think the other one that you could really go to in this is you really have to just sit down and evaluate and go, you know what? I have something to offer here. It may be, it may take me a while to get on point for people to, for me to connect with my audience, but not putting it out there is not worth the not knowing, right? right. You don't know. So just trust yourself. Just trust your gut. If you have an idea, put it out there. Now, maybe it's not tweaked or the wording is not right. Mm -hmm. So you don't have an immediate connection with your audience, but maybe you get a few little bites where people are kind of, and you're like, oh, okay, I'm on the right track. Right. I'm on the right track. I just got to tweak it a little bit. Use all of it as gathering information, not as someone shutting you down that what you have to offer isn't worth it. Right. It's just more information that you can use to change what you're offering as far as what you're offering isn't the same. I mean, it's the same, but the way you're talking about it connects with more people. Okay. So trust yourself that, yeah, you may not get it right the first time, but that doesn't mean that you don't have anything to offer. I love that. I love that. Yeah. So it's just getting started. Just getting started. Kind of just getting started because, and you do that because you trust. Yeah. You trust in yourself. Yeah. And you believe, and it's even, it looks like you believe in your own creative power as well. Right. So it's, yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like a nice combination there. So, yeah. So I have like one last one that I thought we would address and it's, it's one that I fall into a lot and it's called the constant researcher. It's that comfortable yes. blanket of research where you don't have to take a step forward yeah. or you get into that like cycle of self-doubt. Like that's the negative to it is you find yourself, you're not moving forward. So yeah. um, like what, what creative that's advice? That's an easy one to yeah. get stuck on. Yeah. I would, I think, and for me, I do that a lot too. And really when it comes down to it for me, it's the fear of putting it out there and not connecting with anyone or that somebody else has already said it better or there's so many other, and so then you start you get off track you're like okay well what if I talk about this maybe this will be the answer or mm-hmm. what about this oh but I'm not the es- expert in this so really I have no business talking about it so again it would be that I think believing and trusting again or we like go down to you have to know that you have something to offer and also be ready to make mistakes being curious and open to the fact that there's okay. more than one way to do something yep and being that curious. Yeah, yeah even though you may put it out there the first time and it's not right it's okay okay be willing to make mistakes and keep going okay just put it out there because you're never going to be able to adapt and refine what you're offering if you don't get the feedback and maybe it's the negative feedback maybe it's making the mistakes that help you figure out what you really need to do yeah. So you have to be curious and open and just keep going. I think you really touched on something with the mistake point, right? So using that to um, move you forward versus potentially the fear of being shamed by yes. like the mistakes, right? Yeah, Which isn't mis- really, we haven't really talked a whole lot about shame. No. And, um, but I think it's a really important thing to maybe spend a couple minutes and maybe break down. It does affect more people than, I think a lot of people don't, 
I included don't recognize that sometimes what's holding me back is the fear and the shame. Right. Of, so it's not just a fear of getting started. It's It even is a deeper a deep, emotion, a feeling, um, like exactly. point of making decisions based in shame versus... Right. And yeah. that definitely is where the not good enoughs come from. Well, I, I don't know enough about this to talk about this or... I'm really not good enough when it comes to painting portraits to put it out there. I really need to keep learning more. That's from the fear of being shamed or being rejected. And I think everybody has it. We all, yeah, we all have Everybody that. has it. And it may be, I mean, it could go all the way back to, and this is one of the things I actually offer is we kind of go through and examine what in perspective is, does your creative shame come from? Like, where did that start? I mean, uh for a lot of people, it was like, well, in kindergarten, when I, you know, put my coloring picture up and everybody laughed, (laughs) I mean, it can be that simple. It It can be that simple where the message for you was, yeah, you're not, you're not creative. You don't have, that is not your gift. You back on out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Because that color picture is better. (laughs) Right. (laughs) The little things like that can actually turn into big things on down the road. And that's where the self-awareness okay. comes into the fact that your creativity has a lot to do with your self-awareness. How powerful you are in your creativity has a lot to do with how much self-awareness you have. Okay, cool. So if we want to learn a little bit more about um, being a creative badass, can you tell us a little bit about like how we can... Um, and how we can get connected with you and how we can learn more and even, you know, address the whole concept of um, self-awareness. So like help us find where we can learn some of this. I've got a couple of things that I offer on top of the fact that there are lots of other resources out there. And if you're really interested in that, definitely email me and connect with me and I can give you those specific resources. I also offer in coordination with actually a licensed therapist. It's called Creative Self-Awareness, which is a workshop a full day workshop or three day workshop, depending on what you want, where we examine some of these, like what are the blocks? What are your triggers? What is keeping you from getting exactly what you want or fulfilling your life? What What is keeping you stuck? And we do that through a lot of creativity. Okay. And then I also offer, if you want to follow me on Facebook, I have Creative Jumpstart, which is a Facebook page and it is dedicated just expressly to talking about all the tools of creativity, the science behind creativity, and what powerful things it can do for you. So you okay. can get creative tips there for free. And then I also have a membership group that you can join. Okay, cool. So, yeah. Okay, cool. So um, also, if we want to get a hold of one of your books, yeah. the Be a Creative Be Badass. A crea- Be a Creative Badass is available on Amazon. Okay. So you can get that there. And the the name, my author name is actually Shauna C. Elliott on that book. So if you see it, you're like, that's not the same chick. It is just name change. <laughs> name change to Shauna St. James. Shauna C. Elliott was the former name. <laughs> so I need to get that changed on that book. We can do, we can, we can work with that. So if y'all want to know more, I will have um, information inside this podcast in the um, general description so that you can find Shauna St. James, the empowered painter and be a creative badass. Yeah. So, awesome. And Hey, 
for those of you who are experiencing fogs, you are not the only one. We have <laughs> all been there. We all got it. We, we all, got all it. do. It's just about different things, and everybody gets hung up on different stuff. But trust me. Thank you. It doesn't matter how successful you are. You still will have it. <laughs> Thank you so much, Shauna, for just sharing with us ways to get around and kind of jumpstart Yep. you know, the process kind of blast to get through that. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of blast through it, get, get through it. So I really appreciate you coming in and helping us today. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Awesome.